the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. No, 69. The following program is sponsored by Know the Truth Incorporated. Today on Know the Truth, Philip DeCourcy offers a tribute to mothers. Who can find this capable, strong, virtuous wife? Given her value, her vivaciousness, vigor, versatility, vocabulary, virtue... The family needs to indeed venerate her and celebrate her and consider her the treasure that she is. is serious business, and today on Know the Truth, our teacher, Philip DeCourcy, makes that clear as he examines the qualities of the Proverbs 31 woman. The scripture reminds us that beauty is fading, but a woman of excellent character is priceless, worth more than rubies or diamonds. It's a message for men, young and old, and a deserving tribute to godly women and mothers. We're learning that God intends Christian women to influence their families, their country, and the world for God and the gospel. Now, here's Philip DeCourcy. Just open your Bible to Proverbs 31, verses 10 to 31. I want to speak on the subject, she's the one, because I think that's the message of Proverbs 31. And in verses 1 through 9, King Lemuel's mother is speaking. And in verses 1 through 9, she tells him what he ought to be. She speaks to him about being the right person. And then in verses 10 through 31, she speaks to him about the kind of woman he needs to find. That's why I've called the message, She's the One, because this is a mother describing the kind of wife her son should look for. So let's start to look at this wonderful passage. Several things. If you're taking notes, number one, I want you to notice her virtue, her virtue. Verse 10, who can find a virtuous wife? This woman is virtuous in character, noble in character, excellent in character. Go down to verse 29. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. She is strong. She is spiritual. She is a substantial woman. She's his cheerleader, his advisor, his lover, his helper. Genesis 2.18, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make for him a helper comparable to him, his equal. That's the virtuous woman. But it's not only her virtue. Secondly, there's her vigor, her vigor. She's a busy bee. We see this in verse 31, don't we? We're in extolling her and praising her. We read, give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. That's her vigor. Here's the third thing. Her versatility. 
Very interesting. Her versatility. This woman excels. Okay, we've seen that. Did you notice that? Verse 29, you excel above them all. And she excels inside the home. But she not only excels in the home, she excels outside the home. This is her versatility. I want you to notice that in verses 16 and 24, she seems to be involved in commerce. It may be related to some degree to the home, but not exclusively. Look at verse 16. She considers a field and buys it, and from her profits, she plants a vineyard. Look at verse 24. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. I want you to notice her versatility. She's an excellent homemaker and seems to have some ability in the arena of commerce. And those two things don't seem to be in conflict in the text. The book of Proverbs doesn't present a woman as barefoot and pregnant and chained to the sink. She's bigger than that, better than that. I love this woman's versatility. She doesn't have one string on her bow. She's gifted in so many areas. Because the woman of Proverbs 31 is versatile. Okay, let's keep moving. Not only her virtue and her vigor and her versatility, I want you to see her vivaciousness. Love that word, vivaciousness. She was vivacious. Just means that she was lively. She's got life about her, laughter about her. She's got love about her in the simplest tasks. Notice verse 13. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. Just notice, willingly. She loves it. She's just happily about her business. Look at verse 25. We talked about this. She shall rejoice in a time to come. I love the paraphrase. She laughs at the future. She's capable Nothing phases this woman. Look at verse 28. Her children rise up and call her blessed. It's so many happy memories of mom. The laughter, the joy, the wisdom, the sacrifice, the love. Her husband praises her. She's a cheerful soul. That's why Matthew Henry the Puritan said of this woman, she enjoys a constancy and firmness of mind has spirit to bear up under crosses and disappointments. She's vivacious. What about her vocabulary? Here's another thing, ladies, her vocabulary. Let's just move through this quickly, but very important. You know the book of Proverbs says a lot about what we say because life and death is in the power of the tongue. Proverbs 18.21. That's a sobering statement. What we say to each other as husbands and wives could be one of the greatest determining factors in the quality of our relationship. That's why James will say, you know what, the tongue's such a little member of the body, but it's like the bridle on a horse. It's like the rudder on a ship, small, but it directs. You know, the horse is directed by the bridle and the ship is directed by the rudder and life will be directed by your speech. And so we read that this woman, verse 26, She opens her mouth with wisdom. If you can't improve the silence, stay silent. But if you're going to open your mouth, speak wisdom. And then notice this, and her tongue 
is the law of kindness. She's the polar opposite of the nagging wife. She's the polar opposite of the beautiful woman who's got no smarts. You see a lot of them on television, especially in the reality shows. Attractive on the outside, empty on the inside. Not this woman. No, when she opens her mouth, it's wisdom and it's the law of kindness that governs her words. She's the opposite of the nagging wife, the undiscerning woman, and the seductress. And so Lemuel's mother says, look, son, you work on yourself. I want you to be the best kind of man for this woman. I want to say this, as you look for this woman, not only look at her, but listen to her. Not only look at her, but listen to her. What's she like in her speech? In fact, you can study the book of Proverbs and you can find all kinds of advice on how to speak. I come up one day with an acrostic. I took the word words, weigh them, order them, redeem them, direct them, soften them. Proverbs 15.28, Proverbs 15.23, Proverbs 10.11, Proverbs 14.5, Proverbs 15.1-4. I know you didn't get that to write down. That's why you've got to listen to the CD once more. Just do your own study in the book of Proverbs, ladies, and it'll help you bridle your tongue and speak wisely and allow the law of wisdom to govern you and kindness. On a windswept hill in England in a country churchyard, there stands this kind of drab gray slate. It's a tombstone, and faintly they're etched on it these words, beneath this stone a lump of clay lies Arabella Young, who on the 24th of May began to hold her tongue. All right, you want me to move on? Her value, her value, love this. It's getting really good now, ladies, from this point on, okay? We've kind of challenged you. It gets good from this point on. We're good. Two more thoughts, her value and her veneration. What about her value? Now, we could have said this very early on in our study, but I've kept it for now. Because when we see what this woman's able to do in her speech, in her industry, in her versatility, in her work ethic, in loving her husband, in giving herself to the home, when you add it all up, it's priceless. Look at verse 10. Who can find this capable, strong, virtuous wife? Well, if you do, her worth is more than rubies. It's just a way of saying priceless. You can't put a value on this. She's a rare find. Who can find a virtuous woman? There's not a lot of them out there, but they are out there. And when you find her, man, you hit the jackpot. You hit the jackpot, guys, because she's rare, but she does exist. And her worth is more than rubies. This kind of woman is a pot of gold to her husband. She's a gem to her children. And she's a national treasure to her country. That's why it's a sad and sorry day in America where we have put the emphasis on how a woman looks. Glamour and glitz. We have divorced her from the home. We want her to come out from under male leadership, all the opposite of Proverbs 31. 
we depreciate that in our culture. But as we come to the Bible, we don't let the world press us into its mold. This is God speaking through Lemuel's mother, and this is the kind of woman that a man wants to find, and when he finds her, he will treasure her. You going to treasure your wife today, guys? Are your children going to treasure their mother today, guys? And you should be leading them in that? Because she's worth anything you're going to give her. In fact, anything you're going to give her is not enough, although she needs to be content. I'm only kidding. Sorry, sorry. That was a joke. That was a joke, man. But what you're going to give her is not enough. Not enough. Because of her value. It's a bit cheesy, but I do like the story of the man who was called in for a complete audit of his taxes. And the IRS agent asked him, you know, I've really got a problem with your tax return. In fact, it's really in the area of deductions that you're claiming. And he says, well, can you give me an example? He, he says, yes, I can. Let's begin with your claim on depreciation of your wife. <laughs> well, you know what? You can't claim that for starters. And secondly, if you've got a Proverbs 31 woman in the sense that she aspires to be that, remember, this is an outline this isn't wooden. This is dynamic. This is what she's always striving to become. If you've got that kind of woman, it's not depreciation. It's appreciation. Appreciation. What about her veneration as we close? Given her value, her vivaciousness, vigor, versatility, vocabulary, virtue, this woman deserves a truckload of thanks and a boatload of appreciation. She has enriched others. Now, she herself ought to be enriched. She has invested in the home. She has invested in the marriage. She invested in the kids. She has gone outside the home and invested in vineyards. This woman has been investing and investing her whole life, and everybody else is reaping the benefits of it. Her husband is trusting her. Her husband's reputation is enhanced at the gate. Her kids are clothed. Her kids are made ready for life, not just the beginning of any day. She's made them ready for life. And now, at some point, it's got to come back on her. It's payback time. And the family needs to indeed venerate her and celebrate her and consider her the treasure that she is. You guys listening? From whom? For what? Quickly. From whom? Her family. Her children will be the first to express their gratitude for her sacrifice, her hard work, her example, and her tender loving care. Verse 28, her children will rise up and call her blessed. Maybe it would be a good thing today around the lunch table to actually spend a little bit of time allowing and forcing our children to express specifically what they love about their mother. Not just, ah, mommy, thanks. What are you thankful for? And how long are you thankful for it? And how long will you be thankful for it? Children will do that. Her husband will praise her, not just privately, not just by whispering in her ear and a tender kiss on her cheek. He'll actually tell his friends. He'll speak about it at the gate. Maybe they're sitting at the gate one day and they're talking business and this guy's going to go, guys, you know what? know what? Best business deal I ever made was the day I threw in with my wife. I am drawing on that investment like you can't believe. It's paying dividends like you can't believe. This woman loves me. 
the house is in order. I get up in the morning and head out. When she's at my back, I can trust in her. I wouldn't be where I am. I wouldn't be who I am without my wife. I'll be telling June that today because that's the fact. And I'm sure that's the case. Our greatest accomplishment, guys, was the day we talked our wives into marrying us. For what? Well, that's pretty easy for all of these things. Although, as we close up and as Lemuel's mother closes up, she focuses on an area we haven't really touched on in verse 30. What are you going to venerate about her? Well, you're going to venerate all those things we've talked about, but you're also going to venerate her inner beauty. Her inner beauty. Verse 30, charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. The greatest thing about her, not that she's beautiful and she's hardworking and she's selfless and industrious and has given the better part of her life to you. The best thing about her is she loves the Lord. And that probably helps her love you. <laughs> she's a godly woman. If I may put it like this, she's known for how she lives rather than how she looks. Interestingly, ladies, isn't it? We've, we've got this description of this woman, but I know nothing about her, neither do you. Is she, is she brunette or blonde? Is she tall? Is she short? Is she fat? Is she skinny? I have no idea. Maybe the inference would be, and certainly beauty's in the eye of the beholder anyway, but hey, she may be marked by beauty, but Lemuel's mother, who's old herself, she realizes, you know, I've I got to tell you, son, beauty passes. The law of gravity takes over, and father time catches up with us all. I get it. So, you know, look beyond the physical attraction, which is part of life, part of romance, part of getting together. But you make sure you look past what she looks like and take a good look at how she lives. Is she godly? Is she a woman of prayer? Has she got a heart for the work of God? She may be charming and she may be stunningly beautiful, but the real attraction is her total commitment to God. She's a woman that fears the Lord. That's the beginning of wisdom, isn't it? Chapter 1, verse 7. I love Titus 2, verse 10, where Titus says is to the believers there, adorn the doctrine of God. Ladies, the word there means cosmos, the world. And it also gives us our word cosmetics. Adorn the doctrine of God. Or you could read, beautify, make attractive the doctrine of God. That's what this Proverbs 31 woman does. She's not only attractive, you can tell from this, this woman would dress well and look well. You know what? She would catch her eye. She's got an eye for color. She can make clothes. She's fashionable. She's stylish. I get it. But more than that, it's not all outward adorning for her. She clothes herself in strength and in honor. She looks good inside and out. Now, the outside will change, but the inside actually can become better. Her image is taken from God's image. His glory fuels her passion. His grace animates her works. His holiness fosters her humility. His joy underwrites her cheerfulness. I'll finish with a story about a little boy I read about who wanted to buy his mom a nice dress for Mother's Day. And so he was in a small town and he scooted down to the local department store and 
wasn't sure what to buy off the rack, and so I a nice lady started to help him and said, well, what are you looking since? Well, I want to get a dress for my mom. It's it's Mother's Day. And she says, well, we need to start out with the size before we pick the style. What size is your mother? I says, I've I've no idea, really. Um, She says, is she tall? Is she short? Is she thin? Is she fat? Oh, he says, I'd put it like this. She's perfect. She's just perfect. Going off that, the lady picks a really nice style in a size 10. And the little boy takes it home. About a week later, his mother comes in and exchanges the size 10 for a size 22. But, hey, perfect. Perfect. Because you see, the charm of his mother is not the cut of her clothes, not the price of her dress, not the size. She's perfect because she's loved him and sacrificed for him, and cared for him. And that makes it perfect. All our mothers are perfect in that sense because they have done that for us in in a selfless way that could cause every man to praise his wife and every child to stand up and give honor to their mother. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord, for our time in the Word this morning. We join with our culture because it's a good cause in celebrating motherhood. We certainly celebrate it as defined by your word, not the culture. We don't take our view of women or motherhood from the silver screen or the glossy magazine, but we come to your ancient word that will stand forever. And we pray indeed that every woman in this congregation would aspire to this. Every husband encourages wife to be this, every young woman to become this, every young man to find this in his life partner. Lord, we have held the mirror up. Help us to take some time to look at ourselves in the mirror, and I'm sure there's things to fix, there's things to be happy with. We just pray for every woman, every wife, and every mother. Thank you for them. They enrich us. Our greatest accomplishment was talking them into marrying us. We pray that today we would just take a little slice of our day to venerate them and value them. But may it spill over into more days than one. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. That's Philip DeCourcy with a prayer for the women who enrich our homes and lives. We're celebrating women and motherhood here on Know the Truth. You can hear this broadcast again and download it to send to a friend when you visit us online at ktt.org. It's our mission to share God's truth straight from the Bible without any omissions or additions. In 2 Timothy, we're reminded that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, reproof, and correction. So at Know the Truth, we're serious about teaching and applying God's Word. And that means Philip never skirts the tough topics like the truth about our adversary, the devil. So this month, we're featuring a book to equip you for the daily spiritual battle. Donate $20 or more and get a copy of The Strategy of Satan by Warren Wearsby. It's a resource Philip describes as the Christian's manual for detecting and defeating the devil. And the book consistently points to God's Word as our greatest defense. Again, ask for The Strategy of Satan when you make a donation of $20 or more to know the truth. Give online at ktt.org or call 888-644-8811.
You can also send your gift to us by mail. Just write to Know the Truth, Post Office Box 30250, Anaheim Hills, California, 92809. And if you're in the Anaheim Hills area this weekend, we'd love to welcome you to Sunday services at Kindred Community Church, where Philip is the senior pastor. Whether you're a SoCal local or traveling to the area, we'd love to meet you in person. Kindred is conveniently located right off the 91 freeway in beautiful Orange County. Get all the details online at ktt.org. I'm your host, Wayne Shepherd, wishing you a wonderful weekend celebrating the mothers in your life. Be sure to come back next time when Philip presents some inspiring messages he recently delivered to students at the Masters University in Southern California. That begins Monday on Know the Truth. Today's program was produced and sponsored by Know the Truth Incorporated. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The first time you use Mute can be quite an experience. (laughs) I can breathe. I can breathe. Snoring can happen when your nose is blocked, forcing you to breathe through your mouth. Mute is a comfortable nasal breathing device designed to increase airflow through the nose by gently opening the airways. (laughs) Thanks to Mute, you get all the air you need through your nose and not your mouth, which means less snoring and more chance of sleep. Oh, that's the best night I've had in years. In trials, 75% of couples reported a reduction in snoring when using Mute. Available at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid and other fine stores. To find your local store or for more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more. Snore less. Sleep better. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.